Action Park Media. All right, everybody, welcome to Dominic Den. Today's guest is an award-winning actor, writer, director. He's a triple threat. Okay, his films include Love Me If You Dare, Tell No One, Little White Lies, and uh, Next Time, Aim for the Heart. And I, I, I could go on and list many more. I think he, he has north of 70 films. I think he was acting since he was five years old. Uh, he once said, you need to feed yourself with emotions and life or you'll become empty. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Guillaume Canet. So, Guillaume, we met on the film uh, Blood Ties. You want to yeah. tell our audience a little bit about that, how that came all about? Yeah, actually, it was just right after... Uh, hello, everybody, uh, first. Uh, I'm very happy to see Dom because it's been a while. I haven't seen him, and I love this guy so much. Uh, and, um, yeah, actually I, I, I was uh, finishing a movie. I mean, I had a movie that came out in France and it was a big, really huge success. And, uh, we did uh, 5.5 million admissions for France, which is really big. Uh, and, uh, and, um, I didn't leave that success very well because actually I was talking about, a, um, uh, something that happened to me, the, the loss of a friend of mine. And the day the movie came out, I, uh, I have another friend from the same group uh, that um, killed himself in a motorcycle exactly the same way like, as in the film. So I was really shocked and I couldn't really uh, appreciate the success of the film. Mm -hmm. And uh, everybody was so happy about the success and, and, tell, and told me we need to do a, uh, another one. We did a, a, a second part and everything to see those characters again. But I couldn't see myself going back in that um, in that story. In that so, yeah. So I wanted to go from scratch and uh, restart everything. So I said, okay, you know what? I I didn't. I never really felt ready to do a film in English, but now that's what I'm gonna do. And I want to do uh, uh, a film and and uh, somewhere where nobody knows me. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, <laughs> I, uh, I ended up uh, in New York to uh, shoot this movie, Blood Ties. And, um, and it was uh, quite a mess. I mean, it was really, really difficult for me as a young French um, to arrive um, in New York and to realize how it was working, you know, the, the, all the rules that are so different from France. And um, well, the, the, and the rules I, here sort of handicap you a little bit compared because I, I shot in France and yeah, it's very smooth, it's very fast, everybody knows what they're doing, and uh, but you know, other people able to help out where yeah. there's a lot of red tape here when, when shooting. Yeah, and, and I realized I saw, that I, remember. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't speak for the to the extras, for example, because if I was speaking to them they would be considered as uh, actors. Uh, so, you know, one day, just if I have the time to say a little anecdote, but one day on the blood ties, I arrived on the set. I don't know if you know that, that story, but I arrived on the set and there was a, a guy there sitting on the, on the chair 
he was an extra and he was waiting for us to shoot. And he say, uh, and he talked to me and say hello. And I answer, say, hey, hello. And he say, um, can I stay here? Can I sit here? And I say, yeah, of course. And he, and then he stand up and, and he called the first AD and say, hey, excuse me, the doctor talked to me. So now I'm an actor. So can I have my salary? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and and I was so shocked to say, what? And I couldn't believe it, you know. And uh, the time to move a, a stupid chair, you know, that I have it. In the frame, you know, I was holding the camera and there was a chair in the middle of the shot. And I say, and I went to move the chair. And then my first day, he said, no, don't no. move the chair. You know, you can't yeah. do that. You know, the prop guy has to do it. Okay, so can we call? Okay, John, can you come and move the chair? So a guy comes and the guy from the props arrive and, and he takes the chair. So, oh, no, that's not mine. That's from the set location. So uh, we have to call Jim. Okay. And nobody wanted just to, to move away that fucking chair. And I was so shocked. Yeah. And and <laughs> so a lot of things like this was very were difficult for me to accept because I'm a I'm a pain. I mean, on the set, I want to shoot fast. I want to. But I had the chance to work with you guys, and it was such a thrill. There was such a. I mean, I was uh, I was totally. Uh, it was a, it was a really thrill like, on my and, end, and too. And I really like that film. Seriously, I have to tell you, I really like that film because, you know, when the film came out, uh, we went to Cannes, as you know, at the festival. We Great were in time. selection at the festival. And uh, and uh, when we arrived there, I was not ready for Cannes. And the movie was way too long. It was like, I don't know, half an hour too long. And uh, But everybody, my producer, the, the, the guy from the selection said, yeah, you know, the movie's ready, but... And uh, and while I was projecting the film, I was like, "Oh my God, the film is not ready." Blah blah blah. And we had a good response. I remember when we were there, you received, uh, I think it was a five, six, seven minute standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, no, that was great. But I the remember day after, that. the day after, all the press jumped on me because I was suddenly uh, the French who tried to do an American movie. And, uh, you know, you see what I mean? And uh, so I paid very badly this uh, this film. But now when I look at it, because the film came out in September, then with half an hour less that I cut. And, uh, and I love that film. And now a lot of people are talking to me about that film now. Some people are watching it and love that film. And I film, it's a film that I'm really proud of. Do, and, Guillaume, um, do you think as a filmmaker, because I, 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 I've seen all your movies, um, you know, not only are we friends, but I've always admired your filmmaking, your writing, your storytelling, um, just the topics of, 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 of your movies, what they're trying to say. Um, I, 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 I'm going to go a little off topic here and speak of a different movie, one of my favorites, which is Little White Lies, because yeah. I, I can really identify with that movie. But do you feel that's the one I was telling you about, my friend? That's the little I, one. I know. I, yeah. I, I made the connection with the yeah. motorcycle because yeah. it's the yeah. opening. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. the yeah. opening of the uh, of the movie. Yeah. But uh, do you feel audiences don't have patience to watch a two-hour movie anymore? No, no, I don't think so. I I, I think they have. Uh, it's just that uh, they. I think what what different what is different now, 
is that they want the, us to tell them a story and something that, um, I mean, the, the audience is, is more um, exigent. You say exigent? Yeah, you say that word in English, exigent? Uh, no. no. I, I'm getting confirmation <laughs> from my, my producer. No. He's like, ah, no. no. I, I mean, I don't know how exposition. you... Exposition. Are mean, you they, talking they, about they, exposition? No, I mean, they, they want... They, they want us to work more and 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 to not giving them shit you see what i mean right so because now you have the, like series uh tv shows great tv shows um the way that it's directed the way it's written and everything so if they move to a theater place and uh, watch a movie in a theater they want to have something that it's that's really um uh An, ad an, an advertisement, uh, you know, like uh, some, something uh, uh, spectacular. You see what I mean? Yeah, right. And and so you need to find something that is going to be different from the other. Uh, you, you to offer them something special, you know. Right. And um, but I, I don't think the lens of the movie is really the 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 problem. I mean, for me personally. I, I'm I'm some sometimes I'm more bored by a movie that can be like a, an hour 20 minutes long uh, which is me bad, too. you know yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm with you if if the movie is running two hours two and a half hours as long as it's a good film and 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 it ca captures my attention I, I can stay yeah. with it I don't have a problem but I think that's also I'm a little bit of a throwback from to the 70s because I like movies that were made in the 70s. Yeah. And a lot of those movies kind of ran a little long, and they're really flushed out. Yeah. And so, it, it it it's it's not something that really bothers me. I got to be yeah. perfectly honest. Uh, yeah. How's COVID life been in France with you and the family? And oh, uh, it's uh, it's quite okay. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say it's been uh, that difficult for me because I I uh, take took the advantage of some some of the situation because I mean. Uh, Firstly, we were very lucky, uh, me and my family, because when we, we were in the confinement, you know, like uh, when it started uh, last quarantine, year, yeah. quarantine, yes, thank you. We, we left uh, in the southwest in a house and we stayed there and we had a garden so the kids could go outside. And uh, so, I mean, it's, it was not, we were very lucky, I mean, to be, to be there and to be in quarantine there. Um, and... Uh, And while during this moment, you know, I, I, I just before being in, in quarantine, we, I, uh, I was working on Asterix. I was preparing the movie, which was a, a big, big, big movie. And suddenly everything stopped, you know? So it was like more than 150 people like uh, uh, stopping the project right away. And, uh, and so I was a little depressed about this. I went on working a little bit on the prep Uh, on my own, you know, at home. And uh, suddenly I, uh, I decided after a few uh, arguments and fight with my girl, <laughs> it's just, you know, when you're closed up in, in a house, you start being nuts. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I ended up a little nuts. Did you leave the cup there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I know. I it, it becomes like, very tedious. It becomes yeah. very tedious. Yeah. And so I uh, went down uh, the house in the basement one day 
in the morning and I don't know why I opened my computer and I started to write three letters, lui, which means him. Right. And I wrote a movie in three weeks, like an entire um, film in, in three weeks. But it was not, I was just working in the morning. I was waking up and I was working like for two, three hours and I w wrote this film. And uh, as soon as the counting finished, I called my producer and said, I want to do this film. I said, well, what? We're on the prep of Asterix. What the, <laughs> what the hell are you saying? <laughs> and I said, no, no, but I don't want any budget. I want to do it like in really small uh, budget with few people. And uh, we shot that film in four weeks. Uh, That's in post? In la last September, September. And I just finished it. I just finished the mix. And... Um, And I think I did my best film. I'm I'm so happy about that film. It's 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 really really special because it's it. um, it's really personal. It's kind of crazy. I think I mean I think I I, I think a lot of people of my uh, entourage are gonna freak out a little bit. <laughs> right, freak right. Out a little bit because they're gonna realize who I am, uh, even though they knew, but. They, they don't have this confirmation of how nuts I can be, but I I'm uh, I'm very very proud of that film, and I can't I wait, can't to, wait show to see it. To it. You. I can't wait and, to see um, it. And and uh, so the the COVID uh, thing, I had it two times. I had it at the real beginning of the quarantine, but really light, uh, no really effect. And the second time, it was like two months ago. And uh, I was uh, exhausted and uh, I had so much pain all over my body. I felt like I was like uh, beaten up, you know. Yeah, and, I think uh, uh, we, we, we actually spoke on Instagram, right? Uh, I, rem I remember yeah. you, you, you got it, but I didn't know that you had it once before. Yeah, I had I didn't, it I didn't once know before, that. but uh, a really long time ago. Right. Uh, I mean, at the bill a, a year ago, at the real yeah last year this time, yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, how about you? Uh, no, I I haven't had it, but then again, I I I've been tested a few times uh, for COVID and all negative, thank God. And uh, but I haven't done the antibody test. I'm curious to see if if I had it early on because yeah, around February, March, well, actually January, February of last year i kind of had the covid symptoms but yeah. we weren't really talking about covid we were talking more flu at that time yeah and then it became uh this whole covid thing so um I'm, do you I'm know curious. your blood rises do you know your blood rises my, my blood type blood type yeah no no because uh, i i apparently a lot of uh, uh o O plus, you know, for example, um, are asymptomatic? Don't have, don't have yeah. it at all, or or are they asymptomatic? No, I really, really protected it from it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious. Well, I hope I'm home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna but try uh, that. I, but I, I saw uh, you many times at boxing and uh, keeping informed. So I'm trying. I'm, uh, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to uh, do the best I can. You know, it just. Uh, I wish I could write a movie in three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> But now, Marion, is she um, she's in 
Asterisk she's with still, you, right? She's still with me, yes. <laughs> right, but she. This is, I think this will be your fifth time working together, right? Um, it might, yeah. I mean, we did. Uh, I don't. I don't. We did love me if you dare. That's where we we met actually. Right. Uh, that's where we had a love affair on the set, and then we became uh, lovers. Lovers for. for <laughs> For a few times, because then for eight years, actually, nobody knew about it. But but now they know. Yeah. Well, now everybody knows. Yeah, yeah now everybody knows. <laughs> and um, and then, uh, yeah, we did Love Me Fidel. We did another movie in the desert uh, called um, Lancaster Flight. And then we did uh, L- uh, Little White Lies together. Blood Ties. And we did Blood Ties. And uh, the sec- the second part of uh, Little White Lies, and rock rock and roll, which is a crazy movie. Have you seen rock and roll? No, I haven't seen, you haven't rock, seen and rock and roll. Oh what's my second, God, What's the second part of Little White Lies? It's the 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 second opus. Okay. It's the 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 I mean the the second part of Little White Lies. Okay. I have to send it to you. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to, to you. That. But rock, rock and roll, you, I, I think you're gonna like it. I, um, it's a movie that I've done like five years ago, six years ago, and it's a movie uh, where I play my role and Marion also. I play right. Guillaume Canet, but it's a kind of really twisted and totally crazy. And I, and I end up in the movie totally. Uh, I do some injection of uh, Botox and everything, and I and and I end up like old muscle because I, I'm scared right, right. to, uh, I'm scared to get old, and so I, uh, it's a it's a really crazy film. I'm gonna send it to you. No different than seventy five percent of the people in Hollywood. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I want to talk uh, before 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 acting. You were. Um, a show jumper with the horses yeah. until you yeah. had your injury. Yeah. I had a really big one. Yeah. Uh, uh, I was 18 years old and uh, 17 actually. And uh, I was doing show jumping in competition and uh, really high level and uh, international ones. And, uh, and I, uh, and I had a bad accident. The horse uh, felt on me and I broke uh, all the right side of my body. And uh, and then I, I tried to win back on competition a few months after when I was uh, uh, healed, and uh, and uh, and then I I I didn't have the 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 guts I mean the the wish you know anymore to go on and I was oh, wow. quite scared actually yeah and so I decided to quit which was really difficult for me because my father is a horse breeder so I was like going against everything. Uh, you know, my my parents had uh, uh, seen me in, you know, so and I decided to go and do some uh, directing because I wanted to be director before being an actor. And uh, well, ten, 10 years ago, uh, not long time after Blood Ties, I I did a movie as an actor yeah. called Japlou about this uh, rider who won the Olympic Games. With uh, this crazy, this little horse named Japlu, and it was a really small black horse who became like the best horse in the world. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, and I and for that film, I went back 
training and doing some show jumping. And then I, I had the kick again and I realized that I, I really, it, it missed me a lot. And so I went back on competition and like for seven years, I did that while I was going on acting and directing. And just last year, I quit because I was when I was um, I went back to my uh, better than the level I was when I was 18, because uh, last year I was doing a really high level, like a really, really international competition with the best riders in the world. And uh, and I was really shocked to see and very happy to see that I was capable of doing that. But I was really frustrated because I uh, I had didn't have the same training that the other ones because while they were training like uh, and riding ten horses a day, I was uh, doing yeah. films. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> so I uh, I knew there it takes was a lot a of work. Choice. Yeah, it takes a and, lot of work, a lot of training. And I was and I was too tired because uh, every. every uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I was in competition. So I couldn't see my family anymore. I was w- working too much, uh, too much to be able to balance the, the two of them. And it was uh, kind of crazy. So I, I, I decided to quit last year and, uh, and now I'm doing a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And uh, I saw that. <laughs> and and boxing and boxing again. Good and it's you, enough as as, yeah. and, and really cheaper. And and, yeah. and cheaper yeah. than <laughs> it's like I guess it's like yachting, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you just say, hey, you know what? I want to be a, you know, I want to start yachting. Yeah, well, go buy yeah. a yacht. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, and, and but the yacht is okay. I mean, you need you need your money. You can sell your your yacht. You know, a horse. You buy a fantastic horse, and the day after, he can have a. Uh, an injury or something, an injury. and then yeah, and then it's over, you know. So it's uh, and it's really uh, uh, fantastic animals that you you get along with and you get really uh, uh, attached to them, you know. And uh, and so sometimes it's, uh, it's emotionally, a yeah, and emotionally sometimes it can be very very difficult to uh, to see a horse getting hurt or something, you know. So yeah. I, yeah, it was complicated. Yeah. Guillaume, when when did you know you wanted to be in show business? When you wanted to be uh, a director or, you know, but you say directing and acting and... Actually, it started, I mean, there were two really keys in my life. I went to uh, London. Uh, I, uh, I had a, a mare, a horse, when I was young. Uh, and I was like, uh, it was around 14 years old um, that I had a really bad accident on the beach. I was with her and she was like uh, going very, very speed. And she felt on the sand hall, you know, where the kids are making a castle, a sand mm-hmm. castle, you know. And she felt and I felt, I felt with her. And then the, the night after I was alone at the stables and uh, the... The veterinary, you know, the the vet yeah, came, the vet. and uh, we had to uh, to to um, kill her, you know, to yeah, um, put her down. Uh, yeah, and I was uh, sh- I, I was traumatized because I was alone. My parents was not there. I had to make the decision, so I was feeling very guilty to make that decision in such a young age. 
and uh, and I and then I I I I went a little bit like in the start of a depression depression depression, you know, like I was depressed right. totally. And I went to see my sister, my older sister, who was in London. And uh, and uh, when I was there, I was she was asking me, "What do you want to do later?" and everything. And uh, and I realized that I wanted to uh, to uh, tell stories and to direct because I was playing with a little uh, Super Eight c- um, camera that I have all the time, and I was doing films in my room and cutting the film, the 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 the. the the, the the film and everything and uh so it was the first thing that was quite kind of uh, uh um serious in my head that i wanted to do that later and uh when i had my accident i said okay i'm done with that and i want to be uh i want to do some cinema i want to do some films and i said to my parents i want to quit and i, I want to go to paris and uh, I was like 18 years old. I was start thinking of a girl, of the girls. <laughs> I wanted to be in the city. Right. I was bored with the countryside and everything. And uh, <clears throat> and I arrived in Paris. And because I wanted to become a director, I said to myself, if I want to direct actors, I need to understand how actors are working and uh, how they are, uh, you know, dealing with text and everything. So I went in, into a drama school. And uh, and the first day, uh, the, the 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 teacher there asked us to do an improv or to say a real story or an improv about an object that she left in a box on the stage, and I chose uh, uh, an alarm clock, you know. Yeah. And I don't know why I started to tell a really really uh, awful story, like very serious. And explaining that this object killed the person I loved in my life, but I was telling that that story that I was totally imagining, and I was telling it very seriously. And I said, you know, uh, I I was uh, I had an agreement with my girlfriend, and the day I, I decided to left her, I left her a note uh, next to the bed, and while I was leaving the the, the room, the alarm clock went on. And so she woke up and so she saw my note and we started talking and finally I didn't left her. And a week later we had a crash and car accident and she died. And I, I don't know why I, I told that fucking story. <laughs> crazy <laughs> story. But, but then like I, they were, maybe because you I, wanted to add the drama to it. Yeah. And when I finished talking, they were like a blank a huge silence in the room and the teacher went like, merci, Guillaume. You know, like, thank you very much. And like, thank you to have shared that. And I realized that they all uh, believed me. They all believed that it was a true story. And so I was like, and then the week (laughs) went on and nobody was coming and tapping on my back and say, oh my God, all the girls cute, beautiful girls came to me and said like, oh, are you okay? Do you want to have a coffee? And they were like, well, it's a really good thing to flirt. And and uh, I, I think I like and, this acting thing. And then, <laughs> so then I had this flash to say like, my God, 
I want to be an actor. That's great. You know, you can like make believing with everything you want. Yeah. And uh, and actually, so I went on acting and then I had my first roles and uh, and I started on the stage um, to have some plays that I that I did in Paris. And then I had few little roles in movies and then I had the beach in Thailand where I ended up uh, doing nothing uh, except uh, being uh, in a bathing suit on the beach and smoking pot and (laughs) and not doing anything uh, special, you know, but it's uh, it's kind of changed my life, you know, because then I had some other roles and it went on and on. Right. Well, Guillaume, do you have... do you have? I I, I want to stop right there because I I, I want to keep you in that 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 frame of mind. But do you have uh, like an audition that went horribly wrong, or a reading that went like, oh my god, if I could ever take that back, I would. Yeah, I I mean I had an, a no full audition with a, a guy. I, I I went into the audition and I had a, a zit, you know. Yeah. on my face you know i was like 18 years old and i had yeah. some uh, bouton as we said you know acne you know yeah and the guy has been awful to me awful he started like uh, talking to everybody else like say what the fuck this guy is here you know look at his face look at his skin with all that disease blah, 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 blah. and he and i was so ashamed and I, and I left. I was depressed in the in the street, walking and saying, "My God, this fucking business is not for me." And blah blah blah. And I, and I thought of it and everything. And uh, and uh, and you know, after that, I had some uh, some other experience. And uh, and one day, I I I bumped into him. It was kind of fun. Yeah. It was kind of fun. Yeah. How, to tell how, him. How, how, how did that go? I I just told him the story the the way it was and it, and uh, but the right way you know in front of right. everybody and I and he was really really ashamed and I was really happy. <laughs> <laughs> believe me, believe me, I went really really uh, because I I said something like you know I had zit on my face but I was young. But now you you have a shitty face and uh, you have no excuse. You yeah. have no excuse. <laughs> Some of your most successful projects. Um, I mean, best new actor uh, for in uh, in my father's footsteps. Yeah. One best director nominated for everything else. I'll tell no one, which is one of my. Uh, it's one of my favorite films of yours. I'll tell no one. Yeah. Thanks, man. I love Little that White film. Lies. Yeah, it's. Uh, but I want to talk about Little White Lies. Yeah. Only because this is a movie that if if I was capable of 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 writing something, um, like 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 you do. I would love to adapt this movie in America. I would yeah. love that, man. Go on, because I it's would love that, man. It's 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 and, I, and and my my producers here and, and you guys really need to see this movie because this movie could speak to you on many different levels as well. Because it's 
it breaks it crosses the line with friends yeah this this movie it's it's you there you have friends and sometimes it's very hard to talk to friends because you're subjective yeah. It's hard to be objective with friends sometimes because of their feelings or you know them for 20 years or you're, you have a romantic connection with them or, or, or something. This movie breaks that. And, yeah. Um, yeah, it I tells think you should how... come and make another movie in America. <laughs> because this how... movie's like the big chill. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? I had It's like the French the, version of The Big Chill. It's totally that. I mean, yeah. I I I have a it, this Big Chill totally inspired me and uh, and uh one day I received this great letter letter from uh Laurence Casdon who sent me a, a letter told, telling me that he loved uh, Little White Lies. And I was so so proud, man, because for me, it was he was the father of it in a way, you know. Right. So I was I was so proud to to lead, to read that letter, and uh, but I, I would love to, you to to watch the the second part of it that I we will. shot uh, two years ago. I'm gonna send it to you with rock and roll, you see, and uh, and uh, <clears throat> each time, you know, it it told a lot of uh, the way I was. Uh, Dealing with uh, friendship, you know, the first one tells, uh, I think, really well how it's complicated sometimes to uh, to tell the truth to your friend, and you prefer to uh, pretend everything is fine and to uh, avoid telling them the truth. And uh, you you live with it. You say, okay, he's like this, and uh, but. Um, Leaves room for regret, though. Exactly. Yeah. Which is a lot of people in that film had. Some, yeah. Some had regret. And, yeah. Um, and and I, the second part, the second part of it, you'll see talk about how at a certain how um, at a certain age, uh, it's difficult um, to uh, go on lying, and at a certain time, you know, when you have uh, a loss in your family. Uh, you lose um, a family member or you have uh, a problem or you have a disease or anything, you realize, realize how the life is important. And, uh, and then you don't want to lie anymore. And sometimes you realize that sometimes you've been friend with a guy who's a jerk mm -hmm. and you want to tell him that he is a jerk and you end up telling him he's a, he's a jerk. And, uh, and sometimes the, this friendship will stop there and sometimes it will refresh it, you know, as a couple, you know, as a love story, it's the same. You well, know? they say that they say that, uh, as f you could really test someone, your, your, someone's friendship by having that big explosion, by having yeah. that big disagreement. And what, what a real friendship would do is you, you come back. And yeah. It makes the friendship stronger. If it doesn't come back, then maybe it wasn't it wasn't as strong as you thought it was. Exactly. Yeah. And this that, that's what this movie. It, it really. Every time I watch this movie, and I've watched it a few times, um, it's a beautiful piece of art. Oh, thanks, man. The the writing, the shooting, 
the lighting. I mean, the when you when they're sitting at the table and they're talking, you feel like you're there. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful piece of work. Beautiful. And and you'll like the second part because you'll be happy to meet the character again because they yeah. get a little bit older and mm -hmm. uh, and and the, the some stuff has changed in their lives and uh, I I think you'll be happy. It's cool. I I, I was happy to to uh, introduce you also this uh, this part of France in Southwest, which is a really big role in the movie. Mm -hmm. It's um, the well, location. It's now, is, it's your, now it's your home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's one of your homes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what's what's Guillaume watching now? What are you What are you watching besides writing two movies during uh, uh, during COVID? Uh, what uh, What did I watch? I uh, I watched a lot of uh, all the other aspects that have been done. The anim animation of uh, you know it's so uh, Asterix and Obelix the next movie I'm gonna start, and that's the reason why I have this stupid blonde mustache. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but I, <clears throat> it's a really famous comic books in 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 France, and uh, each time there was a film being made of it, it was like a huge huge success. So it's a really big big film. A lot and, of pressure uh, too. Yeah, a lot of pressure. So. I've been uh, watching some other films that have been made on the subject and I've been uh, watching a lot of uh, Chinese movie because uh, the movie talks uh, about an adventure of them uh, going into uh, China and it takes place uh, in the 50 before uh, Jesus Christ, you know, so it's a really way, way long time ago. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but uh, we have like uh, fight scenes like in the, um, Crouching Tigers. I don't know if mm -hmm. you've seen that movie. And uh, with Cable and stuff and uh, Kung Fu. And so I, I'm watching a lot of Kung Fu movies. Uh, but correct me if I'm right or wrong, Guillaume, but isn't there a bald-headed character with the New York accent in that? In, in, in that? <laughs> Flying through the air. <laughs> oh I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't know. You know, I, I swear I've done. I, I swear. I gotta come I out. I gotta just come back out. No, there. but I swear that I that I thought of it. I I, I swear because I I wanted so much. I wanted so much to have you in the film. Seriously, I wanted so much to have you in the film. But uh, I, like I told you, I can't wait to do a movie with you again. Uh, I, I want to do a movie. I, and I had such Do such you remember the, you remember that time on, on Blood Ties? So, I mean, you you had so many hats on. You were doing so many things. Uh, we, we, we Early in the podcast, we discussed the, just the... the the completely different environment of, of working. So there was, there was a scene in the movie for those of you who, who are going to watch the movie or who have watched the movie. Uh, there's a, a scene where my character gives a speech to uh, Clive Owen's character for coming home, welcome home and, and all that kind of stuff. And, and you're fantastic. And, 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 it, and it was in stage direction kind of thing. And, and, I go, Guillaume, you know, should, should he say, you know, you, you, yeah, he should say something. You know what? Why don't you write it? Remember that? You told me to yeah. write it. And yeah. I wrote it and I sent it to you. And, uh, and, and 
I was so happy that you kept it. You kept it in the film. Yeah, it's fantastic. You, it, you could have fantastic. easily cut that out. You could have easily no, no, cut scene, that out the, for the time. The scene is fantastic. And I, I love everything. Every single thing that you say is uh, in that scene is so touching. And it's it meant so, the world to me. Yeah, really and did. it's really, really, really important because uh, it gives your your characters, uh, Clives and yourself, such a relation and such a strong um, uh, 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 yeah, relation and with what's happening at the end, it's so important to have that scene. Very important. So yeah. I was I was so happy, and uh, uh, I remember one thing which was really really funny because I uh, do you remember the the Starbucks uh, coffee. <laughs> because I have to tell somebody, somebody, somebody left. Somebody uh, left the, the Starbucks cup. Yeah, in in the Cut. shot. In the shot. Guess who? <laughs> <laughs> hey no, Guillaume, you know I, how I, I feel I about to... my iced coffees. No, no, no. I I need I need to to give a, a, a precision on this. It was a really complicated crane shot, really complicated crane shot, and we we rehearsed and did a lot of shots to have it clean and and perfect, and. And so we had this shot of Clive getting out of the car. We were going up and sending it was a long one shot. Uh, all this mind stuff. everybody. This then, is 1970s. This is 72, yeah. 71. And then, yeah. And, 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 and then and then Dom comes out of the of his apartment and they start talking and it's one long shot and they all got all the text. So it's not cut. It's only one shot. And it's all the, st- all the text. And then we finally had the shot and we were so, so happy. And then in the editing room, I, <laughs> I was on the editor, bench. And suddenly on the bench, like so obvious, like nobody knew it, like we were shooting. And suddenly, like obviously we had like a big, like a big, big cup of Starbucks there. And I was like, and right away, I had this image of Dom on the set all the time with his Starbucks cup. Right. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to fall on the sword. I'm going to fall on the sword. (laughs) I don't think it was my Starbucks, but I'll take the blame. I'll take take the rap for it. You know what? Uh, I thought it was you. And you can't even imagine how happy I was to erase it in CGI just because it was you. So, you know, it's cool, my friend. Uh, so he, he, here's a segment in the um, in the podcast. It's called Dom's Hot Seat. I'm just going to throw some questions at you. And the first thing that comes to your mind, oh, well, how you right. feel? You just, uh, you're, you're on a karaoke stage. And I've seen him do this. He, he does this this shit. You're on a karaoke stage. What song are you singing? Uh, a Watershed of Bell. Wow. Yeah. I love it. I knew it. I knew he would have one right <laughs> off the top of his head. Okay. Just a movie that makes you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great song. Great song. Is there the, the, the worst voice? I know uh, it can't be worse than voice. mine. Yeah, but uh, name a movie that made you cry, Guillaume. Um, uh, Sean Penn, 
Mystic River? No, 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 Sean Penn, and uh, you know, he's in jail and he's uh, Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. Dead Man Walking. I remember I went out of the theater. I was I was crying so much. That scene when he called his mom. Right. Right before going in the in the in the corridor, you know. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, you know, I was so so uh, moved by that scene and uh, by uh, the film, actually. Yeah. It's a powerful film. Susan Sarandon yeah. as well. So yeah, Susan Sarandon. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful film. Yeah. You got a beautiful family. Uh, uh, we had a birthday today, Louise's yeah. birthday. Four years old. Four years yeah. old. How's my How's my boy uh, Marcel doing? Oh my God, you're gonna be so surprised <laughs> oh, God, to see. He was him. like this. I, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Oh. yeah, he's ten years old now. He's he's a man. He's a, he's like he's so big. Oh wow. So we have uh, a few. Um, we have a, a social media question. Okay. Uh, how speaking about your kids? Uh, how how do your kids deal with having famous parents? Uh, that's, that's that's a very interesting question. Uh, so uh, uh, for a really long time, Marcel was uh, 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 hating. He, he hates us doing films. He hates us making picture, having uh, pictures of us in the street. You know, one day I was on the motorcycle with him in Paris and there was a poster on a movie with uh, Marion, you know, his mom. Right. And, uh, and I said, uh, and we stopped at the light, at the red light. And so, and I said, oh, look, yeah, there's mom. He said, yeah, you bunch of liars. I said, what? <laughs> What? Why are we liars? You know, he said because uh, you do promotion to say your movies are good, but they are shit. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> he was he was eight years old when he told me that, and uh, so I said, okay, that's gonna be difficult. Yeah, and. Uh, and so for a long time, he was not happy about this. When people were coming in the street asking us pictures or autographs, he was looking at them and saying, you don't see we're in a family here? We don't, you don't see that we, we just like uh, going for a walk in family and we don't want to be uh, disturbed, right. you know? <laughs> so like people are like, oh, okay, sorry. And so he was really, really protecting from that. And... Um, on the, the second part of Little White Lies, he one day he said, oh, I want to play in the movie. And I said, what? No, no, you know, you're too young. And I, we don't want with Marion to mix up things. And we didn't want him to to be an actor that that age, you know, because it can be uh, real, uh, uh, disturbing. And, uh, and he insisted. So I finally accepted that he would do a little thing. So he come in a restaurant, he say one line to his grandma and, uh, and it was so good. <laughs> it was really, yeah. really good. So we looked at each other with my and said, oh shit, we're fucked. He, he's really good. <laughs> he's really good. You literally and, created a little monster. Yeah. yeah. And then, 
when the when the scene uh, stopped, he said, "Oh, I loved it. Okay, I want to start again tomorrow." And I said, "No, baby, you know it's not possible because you know you just you did one scene in the film, but it would be curious to see this little kid coming back in the film." I said, "So okay, so when do I shoot again?" And I said, "Like okay, we <laughs> we're done." And so now he want to be an actor. He wants to be an actor. So he has less problem with us being famous. How old? He, how old is he now? He's ten. Ten. Wow. So it's, when I it's, when I saw when I when I met Marcel, he was he was ten months. One, yeah, ten months. Yeah, he start, he, he walked. He started to walk on the set. Uh, I don't right. know if you remember, he did his first uh, step uh, right. on the on the set. Yeah. But I got to know him uh, when I came to visit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, in the south of France, and yeah. I really spent some really good time with him there. And uh, what a lovely kid! So, uh, Guillaume, do you want to plug anything? I think you, you pretty much got uh, Louis and Louis. Uh, uh, Louis is coming. Uh, I don't know. I mean, when the theater the theater is uh, uh, closed right now in France, uh, no more films. It's kind of crazy because we don't know when the movie is going to open again. So we have a lot of movies that have been made and they just wait until uh, they can be uh, released, which is totally uh, insane. Uh, I mean, I, I, I don't really understand what the government think about what's happening right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they're kind of lost. Well, and, I think they uh, want to get the so vaccines out there, you know? Yeah, but you know they they made they are making so many weird decisions, you know, because uh, the 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 planes, the trains are full of people uh, stuck they, they were to each other, you know, and uh, they don't want just open theater movie theater where you can be seated all in the same direction with mask, having a, a security distance. Uh, it, it wouldn't change anything. You know, no, but because the, the movie theater doesn't belong to the state, uh, to the government, just, you know. Well, the, the people are just getting impatient. People are getting really, really impatient. It's something that in France I can really feel right now. They, they get really, really pissed off about what's happening with the government because the only thing the government wants from us is to work, to keep the economy. So they do a, a weird quarantine is that... Uh, they, uh, we are only allowed to go out uh, to go working and at night we have to come back and uh, not we don't have any restaurant of course and uh, and uh, and everything but it's uh, like uh, it's kind of uh, boring right now it becomes yeah. very well, it's the uh, same but, same here same yeah here. but yeah. you know in another hands we kind of uh, lucky because you know we know how uh, some other wars went, and it was uh, less easy than uh, that it was that it is mm -hmm. right now. So I mean, uh, uh, I think we just need to be patient and uh, right. to wait until uh, things get uh, better. And uh, I miss, uh, yeah, I miss uh, seeing friends and having fun and uh, traveling and uh, and uh, hopefully everybody is going to be able to do it one day. I hope. Well, I hope so. I hope so. Well, I know. I know you have. Uh, you have to go to sleep. 
Uh, I know you have a lot of prep. I know you have uh, a lot of work ahead of you. Um, is there something uh, for for uh, a person who's going to begin acting or directing? Uh, any any advice for them? Uh, <clears throat> each time I'm saying the same thing is that uh, uh, nowadays we are very lucky to have iPhones in 4K, you know, like very, very good image and uh, very good sound. And nowadays you can make a movie, a short film with an iPhone, you know? And uh, what I'm trying to tell them all the time is uh, not to wait until something's gonna happen because nobody's gonna come and pick them up, you know? So I, I, my advice each time is to do stuff, do, do it. You want to be an actor? You want to be a director? Do it. One day there's a young girl came to me and said, I want to be a director and say, okay, make a film. And she said, well, yeah, but I, no, you just write a film. You write a, a story and then you take an iPhone, you ask some friends to play in it and uh, you make a film and you shoot it and then you cut it. And I give you two months, and in two months you come back to me with your film. And that's what she did. And she came to me, came back to me, and she was so happy. She edited the film, and it was really good, actually. Yeah. And she did it with an iPhone like this. And now I uh, I bumped into her like a couple of months ago, and um, she's about she did already two short films, and she's about to do a long feature film. And I was so happy for her. Yeah. And, uh, and so, yeah, my, my advice is uh, not to wait anyone and just do, do things. If you want to do something, it. do it. If you want to be an actor, go in the drama school. Uh, not, not, don't go in the drama school. Go into, for example, uh, uh, movie school, you know, movie uh, uh, directing school where they need young actors. They need actors, you know, to just to play into the the school films, you know? Right. And so you can have the, the experience of working in front of a camera. And, uh, and so the day you'll have an audience, an audition, you'll be ready. You know, for example, if you do films with your iPhone, with some friends, you film yourself, you do stuff. The day you suddenly have the chance to have an, an audition, you're ready to do it. It's not your first experience in front of a camera. You see what I mean? Absolutely. And and of course, there is a big part of chance. And the biggest advice I would give to anybody, not only to become an, an actor or a director, it, it works for life. Just take a piece of paper and every month you write 10 things that you want for you to, 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 that you want um, to have in your life. You know, I want to work with this guy. I want to have a baby. I want, uh, and I really believe in this because in a way it's something that you program in your head, in your mind, and you do unconsciously everything um, so it happens. And it really happens. You put it into the universe. Exactly. You send it to the cosmos and it really works. You know, it's the same way that when you send 
shit, it comes back to you. Same you know, thing. you know Negative when you, you when you wait wait when you have a bad energy all the time and you just throw shits all the time to everybody on everybody, one day, boom, it's like a boomerang. You have the shit coming back to you. Bad karma. You know exactly. What they say. Yeah. Guillaume, I miss you. I miss Stay you safe. so much. So happy Please give everybody you. a big hug for me. Yeah, I will. The family. Of course. Uh, give and them Mario, my love. Mario, send, send your love to you. Likewise. Likewise. And, I miss uh, you guys. Big kisses. And I laughed so much with your last video with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love the most? Is your here. voice? Where is he? Is your, right. You know what? What I loved the most was your voice. Yeah. When you wake up, your voice when you wake up, mm -hmm. you know. Uh, and no, it was not that video. It was a video with a little with another dog, that 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 that. Uh, oh, Aston. Yeah. Yeah, the little dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little dog that. He's upstairs. I couldn't have them both in the same room. Yeah, and and he destroyed everything, you know, and mm -hmm. and I and I could hear your your voice that you were waking up, and you were like, oh, oh no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was so happy. But he I was, it, was he so did it, yeah, you did it, right? You did. Get out of here, Gail. <laughs> okay. I so love cool you, buddy. To see you. Yeah, me too, man. Lots of love and take care and uh, and everybody who listened to that podcast, you you follow follows go on following that guy because he's precious, really. Bye bye, my friend. Love you. Good luck. Bye bye. Ciao. Ça va. Ça va. <laughs> Ça va. Ça va bien. Ça va. Et toi? Ça va bien et toi? Turns cartwheels across the floor